0: I have a great idea! What
1: I'm
0: my I don't see it happening do
1: hey everybody, it's me, I don't
0: Louise
1: We've got great ideas that we're never gonna do
0: that's the title of the show.
1: Yeah, and uh, well, it, the title of the show isn't "We've got great ideas." Oh. we're gonna do. It's, I've got. I have a great idea. It's much more do.
0: selfish than that. It's I have a great yeah. idea. Yeah,
1: and this is the this is the podcast about all of the crazy ideas that we have that are brilliant that we're just never gonna do. And Louise, I feel like it's episode twenty three. We, it's a good time to give people. I guess like the the glossary of terms. Um, we are John and Louise. We are your hosts. You may hear us talk about Roland and Daisy. Those are our dogs. Uh, Roland is Louise's dog. Daisy is my dog. I live in Portland. Louise lives in New York. My wife's name is Laura. Louise's boyfriend's name is Chris. Are we caught We're up? Really
0: just, I think everybody's on the same page now.
1: Uh, you know, because sometimes we bring things up and we're just like, "Roland's going crazy and he's licking my feet," and it's like, "Um, that's a dog." Yes. <laughs> I don't think Roland's ever licked your feet while we were recording, but
0: nobody could.
1: He could. Dude is unpredictable. That's right. A ball. Uh. So anyway, hey Louise, how's it going?
0: Hey, it's going really great. I just had a birthday.
1: That's right. Happy. Well. Happy belated birthday. I wish you a, bur- a happy birthday on your birthday. So. Um,
0: and you did one better. You sent me a gift that arrived on my birthday.
1: That never happens. I mailed it out on your birthday was on Monday. I mailed it out on Saturday. And I was like, this ain't getting there for a week. Got, got there here. on Monday. Monday. I, and I was also nervous that somebody else would have gotten you that gift No. Because I know that you have people that you play games with. Yeah. Not like mind games, but... No,
0: not that cruel.
1: Yeah, Louise introduced me to a game called Codenames that you can find at your local Target store. Uh, And it's crazy fun, but... It's super great. Louise, whenever I'm explaining to other people how to play this game, I always have to tell them that uh, when it was explained to me by you... It was explained so poorly because (laughs) you were so excited that you were not making any sense and it made it so much more confusing.
0: P.S. to the listener. (laughs) That's how every interaction in my life is that I like get so excited that I make it way more complicated than it needs to be.
1: Right. Well, (laughs) part of our story of... Learning how to play, or, or just like playing the game Code Names is, and Louise did a crazy job explaining it to us. So that's when you
0: explain it. it to new people, oh
1: yeah. Um, hey, is your is am I on your Skype frozen? Yeah. Weird.
0: Am I frozen on yours? You
1: are not, but I see my little thing, and it's like frozen. But you can still hear me, so whatever. What else? I'm sure I look exactly the same as I I. Did when I was I thought
0: Okay, so side note, in college, we played this game. It's called Statue. I'll try to do my best not to overcomplicate. Is this like a
1: theater game?
0: I, I don't know. It was just, I mean, we were theater kids, but because I went to a conservatory, but we just did it. And it was like the rule was anybody who was playing could at any time yell out, Statue. And everybody had to hold it. And then they'd go, and unfreeze. And I just thought, like, when you were frozen in the frame, I just thought, oh, statue. Okay. Like, I did not think twice about it.
1: Well, this is not a podcast about games, my friends. No. Although statue sounds like fun.
0: It's super fun. Okay. It sounds really, like, not fun. Actually... Let me just explain another game that sounds like it wouldn't be that fun and is the most fun ever. When I was on vacation, the first two days we were in Nepal, it poured down rain. Mm -hmm. And what was really kind of awesome about that because you never really wanted to rain on vacation, was it gave us an opportunity to just be in this little hut at our resort in Mm Pokhara. And it was pouring down rain on all four sides of us. And whenever we wanted to order another drink from the bar, we just had a buzzer. Nice. And the the person came out. But we played this game that I learned at a Christmas party. It's called Cheers, Governor. And (laughs) it's a drinking game. But the way that you play is you have to count around in a circle out loud to 21. Mm -hmm. And when you get to 21, you cheers and you say, cheers, governor. Now the next part of it is seven and 11. No, seven and 14 are swapped. (laughs) So one, two, three, four, five, six, 14, eight, nine, 10. And that's the only rule. That's the only uh, rule. Okay. When you get to 21, cheers, Governor, and you all take a drink, the person who gets to say 21 makes a new rule. Oh. So every game is different. Um, and if you mess up, you have to take a drink.
1: I feel like. Anyway, I feel it's like we're the living in. Fun. I feel like we're living in a golden age of games.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Right. The ideas yes. are flowing and people are kickstarting things. And yes. I think that with the Internet out there, there are people who are becoming popular who, who, and famous who normally wouldn't be popular or famous. But those are the kinds of people who come up with ideas for games.
0: Oh, I also have that weird game that has that like dent- dental Opener where you have to have you seen this game? No, you put this dental opener in your mouth. Viewers, if we do post this on YouTube, it'll look like
1: this, (laughs) and you
0: have to try to say the thing that's on the card, and your teammates have to guess what you're saying.
1: Oh, weird!
0: It's so fun because you can't use all of your articulators anyway, it's the best, but that's not what this podcast is about, it's about
1: ideas. That's right. (laughs) You know, there was kind of an idea through line to all of that. People came up with these things and they followed through. Um, So, yeah. Have you been having lots of crazy good ideas lately?
0: I've been. I don't know if they're crazy good, but I have been having them. Okay. Okay. So let's start with the first one. Mm -hmm. I believe it is an adaptation of an idea from a previous episode where a friend of the pod... Had called in with an idea. Now their idea was called a breakup button.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: On, on Facebook, if you you may exited- if you want to
1: go back and listen to it, it's the episode called "The Curious Pe- The Curious Case of Benjamin Breakup Button."
0: Nice. <laughs> yeah, but the premise is when you end a relationship in any form, like social media, makes everything so much more complicated. Where it knows that you've tagged that person in a bunch of photos and so it tries to feed you more of that but it keeps your heart just a little bit too raw. Yeah. So you should be able to click the breakup button where it goes, okay, I won't put so much of that person in your feed or at the top of it. Or maybe there's like the option to untag yourself from all of their pictures mm-hmm. just in one sweep so you don't have to individually spend hours and hours and hours doing this. Right. Okay. This concept for employment. Huh. I recently
1: like a co-worker situation
0: yes where maybe you don't want to unfriend or unfollow a bunch of your co-workers but mm-hmm. maybe you you move to a different job but you're still seeing all of the media of your post place of work mm-hmm. and it's like I don't want to not be friends with these people, but that's too much of this in my face all the time. Right. So I guess it's like we could we could even spin it like super positive and be like, it's the promotion button or like, you know, not promotions like advertisements, but you're in a different place. And so you don't want to see that every day. Yeah. It's a social media content filter of another kind.
1: Sure. Sure. I I think that's a really important tool that would be easy for, let's say, Facebook to implement.
0: Right. Or maybe you, you know, were really, really super into barbecuing and then you had a life change and now you're a vegan, but all of your Texas friends are still giving you pictures on Facebook of pigs on spits. Texas friends. You're all your Texas friends. Of pigs on spits, and you don't want to see that, but you just want to tell Facebook, no more barbecue.
1: Yeah. Oh, I have I talked about this on the podcast before. Uh. Oh, another thing to catch all you listeners up on is that I am I am vegan. So uh, I I'm wondering, have we talked about this? Where it's like, I uh, you have a setting on your internet browser that doesn't show any ads that have like meat in it, for example, where it's just we like, haven't,
0: but that's amazing. I feel like we talked
1: about that. Maybe we talked about, maybe I talked about it with somebody else, not with a microphone in front of my face, which is like, what am I even doing with my life? If that's what's why
0: happening? are you even talking?
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause it's just like, honestly, all right. And I know that a lot of you people are going to be rolling your eyes right now, but when I see a lot of those ads, if I get, you know, sometimes I'll just ignore them, but if there's just so many, I will go to the little button that says, like, flag as inappropriate. I find this offensive because I find it offensive.
0: I have that same feeling about world events.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, last year, or maybe the year before, when technology was not as good as it is now, when someone posted a video on Facebook, you got a thumbnail from the video, mm-hmm. but you had to actively click it to watch it. And now, Whenever somebody uploads a video, it just automatically goes, even though you don't have the sound. But some images I don't want to see, whether it's a steak on a plate or a dog being kicked or a human in war times. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't I'm too tender to look at that without being affected yeah
1: there needs to just be like a throttle of like how much you can a take a throttle yes I feel like we've had maybe I've dreamt this conversation before
0: I do that a lot I am doing a show everybody who listens to the yes, pod yes everybody go and um, it's in New York so if you're not here then I understand
1: <laughs> can you live stream um, it
0: you can for an additional fee um, which I am not willing oh, to. Oh, meaning
1: pay. you would. Have I to pay. pay. Okay,
0: I pay the venue. They live stream it. But I will say, how much Mayor, is the fee? Um, it's an additional. I believe eighty five dollars an hour. The show is only an hour, but I would want a little before and a little after. Yeah. And they don't do parts; they only do full hours. So I'd have to do two hours. Got it. And I've already sunk so much money into this thing.
1: Right, but. is a lot less than a round trip plane ticket.
0: That's true. I will say for my birthday, my mom, hold on. She said, what do you want for your birthday? And I was having a panic moment in life. And I was like, I just want some time. So in the mail, I got this, which is a suction cup shower clock. But she was like, aren't I clever and witty? And I was like, oh, my God, you gave me time. God, I love you. Um, <laughs>
1: or she gave you a reminder of how quickly time is passing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, we love you, Mayor. We love time. you, Mayor. Gosh, friend of the pod, Mare. Um, but she also said, well, that was kind of a stupid gift. If you would want me to pay for the professional mm. um, multi-camera and audio recording at the venue instead of having your friends set up a tripod and right. press play... I would be willing to do that for your birthday. And I said, Yes, please. What a so What a great mom. I know. So even though I'm not live streaming it for those who can't be there, I am recording it professionally. So I hope to have pieces of it that I can share.
1: You know who is gonna be there? Previous Uh, guest, Scott Wiener, Wiener. and our mother, Andy. I know. I'm very excited. They are very. They excited. were one of the
0: first. They were the first people. One of the first people to purchase tickets. Really? Yeah. Well, because I said like a hundred days ago, I'm doing a show in April. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a long way in advance sure. to tell people.
1: But some people anyway, need to plan that far in advance. We're going way off topic, but that's we cool. we are.
0: We are. What are what are some ideas you've been having?
1: What are some ideas? I, okay, let me consult my little uh, note here. Um, okay. I don't know here's how a, I got on that what's up
0: oh because you said that you didn't know if you dreamt it and i was oh. saying i've had so many anxiety dreams um, about my show that hasn't happened anyway yeah. go ahead
1: okay so i uh, for work my profession oh here's another thing for the new ti- first time listeners whatever i don't know uh my job i work at a really incredible museum i'll say portland art museum there's no reason why they would be upset for me to be saying that uh and i am the video producer and photographer at the museum which is like the coolest job i've ever had that i think i will ever have and it's incredible i get to you know create art that shows up in a museum and you know other things that are less artistic but anyway uh, I'm a
0: very proud friend
1: <laughs> it's it's really cool I love it anyway so I uh, there there's a a lot going on these days about spending a lot of money on cameras and lenses and things like that you know, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for professional camera gear and smartphones are getting like crazy good in the camera department. And with apps that you can buy for like, I don't know, five, ten bucks, like you can have the like super high quality, great looking video for not that much money. So but there's still a stigma between like having an actual camera in your hand versus like holding up a little rectangle and being like, I work here professionally, trust me, it'll look good. Uh, so, it and I know that there are rigs that you can like put your phone into that give it, you know, uh, better quality and a little bit more legitimacy. But if there were an actual like camera casing that you can put a phone into and like completely hide it and it just uses the lens and maybe it even like has mirrors or something else that kind of you let you use bigger, better lenses and stuff. Where it's like maybe you're spending $200 rather than $2,000 for, you know, something really cool. What's up?
0: I was just thinking like what if it was just the casing of the camera but you put your phone inside of it yeah. like a de- like a decoy like a scarecrow in a field. Oh yeah. But like so people people don't even know that like there's not an additional storage of the data or mm-hmm. lens in front of it but it would look anyway. Oh yeah. I I have um Moment lenses. Have you heard of Moment? Oh,
1: they're very good.
0: They are very good. Mm-hmm. We I got them as part of or rather Chris got them, but we share. <laughs> um, as part of a the Kickstarter. And oh, I think we have cool. like two or three lenses and it comes with a specific case that you screw the lenses right. on because I know some have like some lenses you can buy additionally have clamps. Right. Like a like a clothespin that goes on like in front of your clip. camera. Right. But sometimes those are like just like a little imperfect mm-hmm. or um, so this one is like the phone goes in the case, the lens screws onto that, and it's like perfect. Um, but I think there there should be additionally like um, for for your idea, mm-hmm. just to dovetail on it, um, like uh, what are those called? Like shades. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when the lens is set back farther to have the shade, right. Like light it properly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or. Um, even I've seen recently with some friends in film school, it looks sort of like a hangman apparatus, mm-hmm. but the camera floats on it. Right. And you like make small movements with the base and the and the crane mm-hmm. part, but the camera just like steady. Yeah,
1: it's a, a stabilizer. Says, uh, some of them are called gimbals.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But and, that for your phone.
1: Well, there there is one that I actually had the museum buy for me called the DJI Osmo Mobile. And it is really cool. And anytime I'm using it, someone's like, ooh, what's happening here? <laughs> so, yeah, that works great. And uh, Moment Lenses and DJI, if you're listening, feel free to either sponsor the show or send me some stuff. Right? Yeah. And I will yeah. totally be like, this cool looking shot is courtesy of moment lenses and dji anyway just throwing that out there yeah when chris
0: <laughs> and i were in nepal we watched the sunrise over the annapurna mountain range mm-hmm. and attached our moment lenses of course it's beautiful yeah anyway
1: anyway
0: Anyway, I like it.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it's just that that's my most um, straightforward, normal, normal person idea for this episode. The other ones go a little off the rails.
0: Oh, OK. I'm excited. Do you do you want to go off the rails right now or do you want me to do another idea or should we do challenges? What 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 are you feeling? What,
1: what you got what you got?
0: OK, it's going to it's going to need a lead in story like everything I do. Of I'm going to overcomplicate the other day. I was in a rush. Chris was also in a rush. He's a little bit better and quicker than I am because I'm a lady and I take longer just generally. So I was like, why don't you take a shower first and you get ready and then you get completely out of my way and Mm -hmm. go to work and then I'll get ready. Only we have we have differing bath mat techniques. For instance, he will take a shower and then immediately drape the, the bath mat over the side of the tub. Uh huh for it to like dry a little easier and I will leave the bath mat down because when I spray hairspray I don't want the floor to get sticky mm. Makes so sense. anyway he had wonderfully and quickly and efficiently picked up the shower, uh, bath mat put it over the side of the tub I went into the bathroom cartoon banana peel style on my heel because i had slipped on a patch of water (laughs) and was flailing for anything grabbed the shower curtain and of course we have a tension rod
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: so that came down here's my idea because it's not just the pulling that caused that to come down Mm -hmm. even though that did not help um I would like 3M or any competitive company to create a heavy duty tension shower rod reinforcer in the same way that they make like garage hooks or Mm. or like picture frame hanging things where you peel off the thing you set it into the place
1: oh command strips Yes, 3M command strips
0: and then when you go to remove it it all comes off nicely mm-hmm. now the additional problem of the bathroom tile instead of paint or whatever is that you get the condensation mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why the tension rod sometimes slips and falls too it's not just that a cartoon banana peel fall is about to happen right? Um, but I would like something like that that you can put the tension rod up add the reinforcer mm-hmm. under under the the business and not hurt the tiles right but have a more secure
1: oh i got it that's great. okay
0: yeah i was like i i don't know how to finish that thought but that's what i'm most problem solving first needs a problem and that was a big one for me recently <laughs>
1: Okay, I have an idea dovetailing off of that story that also leads into one of my pre-written ideas. Okay, so, uh, and this all depends on the layout of your bathroom and uh, where you like to put the bath mat. Um, But assuming that you're putting it right outside of where the shower or bathtub is... It's, it is itself like a bathtub or shower, um, like part of the fixture itself, but it is a retractable bath mat that you pull out and you set it. And then when you're done, you kind of do like a little tug back and it, it kind of sucks it back in.
0: Yeah, but like a beca- vacuum cord. But because
1: it's wet, it like squeegees out all of the extra water. Right. This
0: is like a plus idea. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because Laura and I also have different uh, not bath mat techniques. The bath mat usually stays put, but it's like uh, getting out of the shower slash bathtub techniques where she's just like, okay, stepping out, step on the bath mat, which leaves these like wet footprints on there. (laughs) Whereas I take my towel, put it over the bath mat and step onto the towel, drying my feet and keeping the bath mat tidy. Anyway.
0: I'm more like you. I even go so far as to fully dry in the shower. I
1: dry as much as I can in the shower. And then
0: step out.
1: Oh, you know what I also do? Chris Is
0: is more like Laura. He's just like, I'm done. I'm out.
1: Yeah. Bathroom is a soaking wet mess. Uh also what I do before I towel dry inside the shower and you guys are getting a real inside look as to. Yeah, this is a really intimate episode. Seriously. Hey, look, whatever. It's podcast.
0: I'm an (laughs) open book.
1: Uh, Is I like squeegee off my entire body with my hands and like brush the water off. You do that, too?
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Just like. I have so much water on my arms whoosh and it just like you hear it hitting the shower curtain or the shower liner and you're just like ah that's like all that water that's not going onto my floor or into a towel
0: additionally I also will like shake and then ring and squeeze Mm -hmm. shake and then ring and squeeze my hair before it touches a towel it's not just like it's wet i need a towel like there's so many steps of pre-drying before actual drying
1: i like it i like it Uh, i think
0: maybe are we the more complicated of the of the two in our halves
1: i don't know i think that in certain ways yes but in other ways definitely not
0: (laughs) that feels fair
1: (laughs) uh but that good answer so the bath mat uh the retractable bath mat leads into my next idea, which is a a belt that has a retractable lap napkin. Right? So, yes. you know, you're out to eat somewhere, you're I don't know, you're having an impromptu lunch on a park bench and you don't have like a, a napkin to drape upon your nice pants.
0: Mm-hmm. Zip, zip,
1: zip, zip zip. There you go. You have a there little should lap also... Napkin
0: be the option for if you do happen to take a bite of your PB&J and a giant like glop of Mm -hmm. jam comes out that instead of retracting it back into your belt, you can just go, ah, and detach.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because you
0: can't walk around with jammy pants for the rest of the day. No, definitely not. jammy belts, I guess.
1: No. No, not at all. Uh, And you know, there's obviously the the spatial situation that might not be super easy but you know if if you're the kind of person who finds you finds yourself needing this type of thing you might be it might be worth the extra padding in the belt Ooh.
0: you know what this could also be great you just, for
1: I just saw you like physically get an idea
0: <laughs> I did I did okay so, so this could also be a carry around with you your own hand dryer mm. from your retractable right. eating napkin, um, as they do in Japan. There's no oh. like uh, tissue to dry your hands with after you go to the bathroom and wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Everybody just brings these cute little um, like hanky squares with them to to dry their hands, and you can't really teach Americans bring your own towel and take it with you when you go because we all just want to like we are
1: a disposable culture
0: we are disposable culture yes you either want to dry your hands in a thing which sometimes i get nervous about Mm. um or you want to just do it and throw it away Mm -hmm. but if we all had like a cool belt that (laughs) doubled as a dining napkin maybe we would be like ah how do i dry my hands oh yeah
1: (laughs) uh I think that's the way to do it. I, I like it. I think it. we're on to something.
0: Maybe it can be a retracting app.
1: Yeah. No? Retracting app. Um, hmm. The, the zippy zapkin.
0: Oh, a <laughs> zippy zapkin. <laughs> it could also be... It could also be... I got nothing. All right. The, the lunch belt.
1: The waster chief cheat waster chief i don't know
0: (laughs) what's um oh no that's a a cummerbund i was like it just catches the crumbs or whatever Mm.
1: cummerbunds hmm there's something there Hmm. hmm uh well yeah let's talk about uh we'll workshop it yeah um man we're only like a half hour in uh do you want to do, like, one more idea before moving on to the challenges from last sure. time? Sure, sure, sure. What you got?
0: Um, I've been having... I I hesitate to bring it up, but I'm just going to go for it. Airline travel. It's Ooh. the worst. Um, For a lot of different reasons. Too many to get into right now. Mm-hmm. That's a different podcast that John invented a couple episodes ago called Uproar.
1: Uproar. Yeah. Um,
0: but back to the idea... Um, I'm a tiny person. A lot of times I see it as a disadvantage. Air travel, total advantage. Mm-hmm. I would hate to be a giant person tall, wide. Being large is not to your advantage on a on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um however, we all pay the same amount of money for our tickets. That's not true either, and I know that it's all complicated and about when you buy it, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, but generally. And when there's overflow into my space, Mm -hmm. I want to lose my mind because I'm like, what entitles you to my space when I have paid for my space? Mm -hmm. What happens if I was also as big as you whatever it, it's just right now i'm just being a whiny spoiled complainy person but i don't remember if it was last episode or the episode before we were talking about the great american bake-off or bake uh-huh. show and they had these oven doors that opened down and then disappeared like you opened it and then slid it in right i would like that oh. but in reverse yeah for the airplane not just the armrest that comes down because people can still spread oh, yeah. that way so you, like, pull it out and lock it in as in, like, a cubicle. Mm-hmm. So that if they do try to smash up into your space, there is a clear barrier in sure. that way. Might also be better for, like, sleeping. hmm I know that's really petty and silly, but, but like, a privacy shield... To give you the space you're entitled to.
1: Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a huge dude. Uh, I I value my space. Airline tickets are expensive. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's a really I think it's a good idea. Not will yeah. will people be into it? Probably not. No. No. People
0: will not be into no. it. I can tell you that right now.
1: Uh, but you you've made me you've reminded me about a a gripe that I that I've had for a long time that I don't know if I've ever talked about on the show before but it's the way that people talk about the things that they get on flights and they're just like oh you get a free snack or you get a free this or if you're in like first class or whatever and then it's like oh you get a free glass of champagne you get a free ice cream sundae it's like no they're not free you are paying a you lot of money for, for those it's like I bought a $2,000 ice cream sundae. (laughs) You know? Yeah. yeah, I feel like people have to stop saying... Unless you are, like, legit flying for free, then it's like, I got all this for free.
0: Yeah. There's also... And I think that it just has to do with... with what everyone is used to growing up. Mm -hmm. Like... For instance, in certain cultures, do not touch me on the subway. Mm-hmm. In other cultures, police officers are cramming you in like a sardine and you you are used to being, like, touched in that way. Mm-hmm. Or I am a tiny person, as I said before. My mom is even tinier than I am. Mm-hmm. And my whole life, this... Is how I interact in most situations. Maybe I should do that toward the mic. Yes, please. Um, because everyone is taller than me, and like for everyone.
1: And by the way, Louise was like looking up, neck at like forty-five degree angle. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm five foot one and a half on a good day, <laughs> and most of I once I dated a guy who was like six four, Ugh. and like every time we like held hands and walked around together, I was like. I had to really look up, you know, Mm -hmm. it was, it was definitely twins style. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. (laughs) Um, Totally. Um, (laughs) But I think that people who are generally six foot four Mm -hmm. don't have people body checking them in the street. Like people will like shift and move out of the way. Most of the time, I am like getting body checked Mm -hmm. everywhere, which I think adds to my short fuse about my personal space, because I'm like, what if I was huge? Right. You know, like, would you run into me? And I think the answer is like, no. Also, I am a lady and not a gentleman, and I know that that shouldn't matter, but but it does you, but it does you put a lot of dudes in suits who are hyper masculine mm-hmm. and they're gonna find a way to navigate that crowded area without touching
1: mm-hmm.
0: so why are you running into me, and I'm not even talking about like you know, oh, there's a lot of people, and there's brushing, mm-hmm. like I am talking about being yeah. checked,
1: yeah.
0: And so that's why I am so intense about my flight privacy cubicle shield. Right.
1: See, I think that what you need to start doing is walking around the streets of New York like that little girl in the that like BBC video that like barges into that room. <laughs> like with your elbows out, just like. Yeah. Bur- 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 bur. Or,
0: or if I also like tried to walk around in a sumo in like a sumo suit, <laughs> like one of those like play um. Oh, yeah, the inflatable, like, sumo suit. Yes.
1: If you wore one of those and were walking around New York, you'd be, like, bopping around like a little pinball.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Everyone would hate me.
1: Yeah, but, you know, they already hate everybody else anyway.
0: That's true. That's true. New (laughs) York. Get out of the way. Oh, shout out to Glove and Boots. If anybody wants to look up some funny videos on YouTube glove and boots what's that um it's really cool it's puppets Mm -hmm. and they talk about um sidewalk etiquette okay in new york and they're like we got two speeds in new york get out of the way or go as fast as you possibly can right
1: seriously it's it's tough there just getting around (laughs)
0: or how people will walk down the sidewalk and then stop and look and you're like get out of the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so I'll uh, I'll give my one other idea and then we'll move on to the challenges. Sounds um, good. So this one it's a I guess a workplace morale bo- booster. Uh, and it is it comes in a place a little less expected but that all of us use and that's the the bathroom the restroom the wash closet the water closet the washroom whatever and i uh, i feel like public bathrooms and office bathrooms are very well known for having like bottom of the line tp right yeah yep. so rather than i understand it's it, a big cost what what's up
0: i was going to say if at all if at all sometimes sometimes in let's say other countries you don't even get any tissue and you don't even get a toilet mm-hmm. you get a hole right. that you squat over
1: well let's let's fa- just take in into equation um you know indoor plumbing you know western yeah western civilization um right so you know tp is an expense but maybe one day a week there can be a bit of an extravagance so that's why i am going to pitch the idea of three ply thursday that's right on thursdays you get an extra ply to cushion your tushin
0: there's even tagline. I just
1: that was off the dome right then and there, so it's it's happening. I don't know what a tushin is, but
0: oh, it is a but beautiful. You it. It's a beautiful rhyme. <laughs> Cushion your tushin.
1: Yeah, so like, and you can even make it even crazier. So like four ply Friday, if uh, if you can find the stuff.
0: Luxurious. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> So, or, or if you're the kind of place that uh, is really scraping to get by and you are working with one ply, two ply Tuesday.
0: Oh, I was going to say monoply Monday.
1: Monoply Monday. Oh, my God. Like,
0: it's like the mere suggestion of toilet paper.
1: That's for an office that's trying to seriously cut costs. It's like <laughs> one day a week we're going to have to just do monoply Monday. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh maybe wednesday is like wet wipes wednesday i don't know Ooh. i don't know mm-hmm. or just like this is fun or it's just like wet wednesday and it's a bidets instead of <gasps> bidets. paper
0: oh my god <laughs> yes everyone would have to incur-, incur the cost of installing bidets you know it's
1: a few cents out of your paycheck. You'll get used to it, uh, and you'll appreciate it. You will. Yeah.
0: You'll also know what day it is. You'll
1: also know what what day is it. Oh, now, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's Wednesday.
0: It's Wednesday. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Good thing.
1: So our challenges for last week, I challenged you to was it corgis or corgi butts?
0: Corgi butts. Corgi
1: butts. Uh, well, that's a good segue from the uh, the bathroom yeah. uh, situation. We're talking about butts.
0: Okay, I got a few ideas that I was thinking about. All right. Um, I don't know how practical any of them are, but I'm just gonna like rapid fire them. Mm-hmm. First is gonna be tail wing. Like sometimes on flights, you you can like look underneath the plane to what you're flying over. You mm-hmm. can look from the wings. The the tail when we'll have a a camera on top of it so you can see the nose of the plane and where you're flying. It's actually kind of cool on those tiny TV screens you can look. But a tail wing GoPro for a corgi butt so that you can see what the butt sees. Okay. Um, Idea two. Sorority girl booty shorts, but instead of the Greek letters, Prince of Corgi Butts. Oh
1: my God. That's really, really funny. (laughs) <laughs> that's just inviting people to like seriously Look at your butt though I know that like the sorority girl ones That I mean that's the point
0: That's the point Yeah. But instead of the Greek letters corgi butts Because who doesn't love dogs uh, crazy, people. <laughs> crazy people Okay idea three Mary Poppins Bert style one man banding So that when the corgi moves It's like symbol bass simple bass cymbal bass, cymbal, bass <laughs> So that you can walk to the rhythm of your corgi
1: I, ooh, I really like that, just for dogs in general, All, although Daisy, uh, we've mentioned everybody that we mentioned earlier, uh, Daisy, <laughs> uh, she's so erratic in her walking that it would be like jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy, walk, da- take Daisy for a walk, if, yeah, if you could... If you could match drums to what she's doing, it'd be like the movie Whiplash, but like the scene where J.K. Simmons is throwing cymbals at him and stuff.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> and speaking of, I just saw the most amazing drumming video of the dialogue from "It's Always Sunny."
1: Oh yeah.
0: I will send it to you after this if I don't forget. But yeah, Weird. I think Roland would. Roland would probably be set up, and he'd be like, he'd be like, crash, hit, crash, hit. What is that? Crash, hit. What is that? <laughs> Crash, hit. Is that me? And then we wouldn't get anywhere. Uh, <laughs> He'd be so aware of his playing. But yeah,
1: Corgis definitely keep to the beat. They are the backbone of the band.
0: Also, it was a really, like, one of my most difficult challenges. Yeah? because You had three how ideas you- for it. I know, you but could have how stopped you at in-
1: GoPro on a corgi butt, and I'd be like, <laughs> great, done.
0: But how do you improve on um, the corgi butt? It's
1: a good so point. So hard. It's a good point.
0: Anyway, that's it.
1: Corgi uh, butts. So my challenge was uh, ankle swelling on flights.
0: Damn ankles! Damn
1: I uh, I was a little bold in giving it a name. But but uh, I think that it could work no matter what. Um, I've personally, at least to my knowledge, never really experienced ankle swelling on flights. Um, it's
0: long flights only, I think.
1: Mm, I've had some long flights, but I haven't been aware of my ankles and the swelling of. Oh, I don't know, um, but I I feel like maybe there's something to uh, something to say about a a better airline not not an airline like i don't know united something like that
0: uh but
1: you know a a good airline um that can provide for you little like cheapo ice packs to put around your ankles i I don't know if that's really... In the
0: same way that they provide the like towel. an over, overnight flights. you get like a little travel toothbrush right. with a super tiny toothpaste, like, or sometimes you get a mask right. as well as a blanket.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ice packs. Yeah. Or it's like they charge you three bucks for it. And it's, you know, because not everybody's going to necessarily want it. Want it. Um, right. But like a little ice pack or something that comes out from underneath your seat that kind of like maybe hits pressure points or something I don't know what pressure point where the pressure point would be for ankles it could be like uh inside your butthole for all I know or yeah, like the tip of your else, finger
0: somebody else needs to figure it out we just have the idea yeah we but don't like really do them.
1: but like something that can hit the pressure point that alleviates ankle swelling um, that either comes out of the bottom of the seat or armrest something like that
0: I had like this vision in my head, totally robotic, like under the seat comes out these like handcuff things that like right around well, that's, your ankles. That's
1: kind of what and I mean like, by the pressure point thing. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, that has its own problems for <laughs> I don't know the way that some people uh, act on airplanes. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Um, Very cool, though.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That was a tough one. That, that was, was tough. that was a tough one.
0: It was, like, overly specific. (laughs)
1: Um, Oh, I had a challenge for you, but I totally forget what it is. Okay,
0: do you want the time it will take me to give you yours to think of mine? Yes, please. Okay, so your challenge for next time is composting in the city. Now, I'll give you a little bit of extra. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I have to put my compost bucket contents in a bag in the freezer because my bucket will fill up too much and um i also need to bring it to the compost green market fair which is only on sundays um and if i freeze it then it's not stinking up my kitchen Mm -hmm. because it's a very small bucket second my friend emily has now also started composting again Mm -hmm. and she has like an actual Compost bin mm-hmm. with like a carbon right. filter thing on top so that it doesn't. However, when she brings the whole tin on the subway with her, it does release scent. Ooh. So she's like, ah, I wonder if these people know it's me. I'm going to pretend it's not me. They know it's me. No, I'm going to pretend it's not. So, anyway, additional ideas for compost. Sure.
1: Bin. And just while we're on the subject, to Emily, I say this, and I, I hope you're listening, but whatever, man. Every, like, you know how bad everyone else on the subway smells? Most people, I'll say. Don't worry about it. That's that's where I'm starting. But well,
0: Forget about forget it. Forget
1: about it. Yeah, seriously, you're in New York, forget about it. So for uh, for the next episode, city composting. That's you. Yeah, that's me. Uh, For you, I can't remember what I was going to say earlier, but I will uh, kind of piggyback off of what we were talking about earlier with um, you being a short person. And I will say solutions for being short at concerts. uh,
0: Yes.
1: Other things where you have a height disadvantage. Love it. That's where we're going to go from there. And then maybe I'll think of what I was going to say and mark that, write that one down for the next episode challenge. I love it. Uh,
0: Okay. What? I feel like this is a really successful pod.
1: Yeah, we're, this is, we're 23 down. I'm, first of all, I'm very proud of us for, for getting this far.
0: I mean, for listeners who are just joining in right now, last year, I love April Fool's. Last year, mm-hmm. my April Fool's joke, right, th- was a Rickroll of a podcast <laughs> that I didn't do. That we created, and then started this podcast after that. Yeah, this year, nothing could top the crazy shit happening in the world, so I abstained from right. April Fools. Um, but I just it started as something that was not real nothing void to a joke to a thing that I look forward to every time we do it
1: yeah so to give everyone like a little bit this is like a a back to basics episode this is a great one for first-time listeners so the the genesis of this podcast was Louise and Chris were out here in Portland visiting at the end of March last year Chris had a conference that he was going to and Louise was like I'm coming too," and we're gonna hang out and it's going to be awesome. So, it was and Louise was trying to think of April Fools pranks to do, but it was like uh day it was like the night before. It was April Fools Eve essentially. Yeah. And I yeah. uh, we had been talking about how Louise had been talking about doing a po- starting a podcast, but It just, like, never seemed like anything was going to happen. Uh, So that's when we came up with the concept of a podcast about the great ideas that'll never happen. Meanwhile, and Louise mentioned this briefly, uh, the April Fool's joke was... Announcing the first episode of Louise's brand new podcast. This is the first episode. Everybody listen and posting it on Facebook and everything. And it's on SoundCloud. And And
0: there was like a theme song. There was like a like a cover art. Oh yeah. There there was like the a, a an intro, like, hey, this is my name and this is what the podcast is gonna be about. And it went on at for ten seconds.
1: Yeah. And then it was th- just never gonna give you up up.
0: and And then there was dead space after so it wasn't just like the third pot
1: it was like an hour-long podcast where it was it
0: had to be authentic yeah
1: so louise posted on facebook got all these likes all these comments congratulations oh so cool Nobody listened. Clearly nobody listened to it.
0: Clearly. People would see me on the street like a week later and be like, congratulations on your podcast. I haven't listened yet, but I'm I'm going to listen. It's on my list of things to do. And I'm like, no, it's too late now.
1: <laughs> yeah. N- nobody listened to it.
0: Like five people
1: But you know what I feel like those are some of the best things Where it's like you know how funny it was You know how clever it was And that's all that matters So anyway going back to it um, That's how this podcast started Because it's all about these ideas That we have that we're never going to do And the fact that we start That we've not only started this podcast But are actually 23 episodes in We do it every other week Unless there's like a huge reason Why we can't do it and then we just go to the next week or whatever. Uh, we, It's almost a year. We're coming up on, on a year of this. So that's pretty cool.
0: Very, very exciting. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, episode Yay, 23, us! that's like week 46. We're almost at a year.
0: All right. Cool. I'm so proud of us. We're so
1: great. So are all of you listeners. That's right. <laughs> Um, you
0: too can have ideas that you don't do, and then congratulate yourself about I
1: it. I know, I know. It's it's crazy. Listen, they've they've listened to this episode this far. They're probably uh, okay with us patting it ourselves on the back. Yeah, bit. that's true. No, but uh, we do want to thank all of you guys for listening. Uh, super appreciate it. And honestly, 3M. Uh, Any companies that make cool lenses, uh, DJI, uh, you're welcome to sponsor the show. Yeah, Moment Lenses. You're welcome to sponsor the show or just send us stuff.
0: I mean, Casper, Betterment, you guys are welcome to sponsor our pod as well. We just didn't mention any ideas having to do with your companies this time.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm going to for next time.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, just because you said that because sub uh, challenge. because we're talking about uh upgrading to a king size bed because oh, oh here's another fun fact. Having a kid in in July. So, I uh, the the tide has changed since we were babies, Louise, and babies no longer are just like, "Oh, you've been born. Here's the crib you're going to sleep in for a while." It's like They recommend that not only is the baby in the bedroom, but some people argue that like the best solution for like three to six months is that they are actually in the bed and do bed sharing. And there are safe ways to do it and there are unsafe ways to do it. But the safe ways are the best ways to do it. Anyway, so it's like, we might need a bigger bed. Casper, we've been on your website. We're looking at things.
0: I bought my dog a Casper dog bed for Christmas. Like, I'm a happy customer.
1: We've been talking about getting Daisy a dog bed for the baby's room, being like, she's going to be in here. And it's like, why don't we just, like, crawl before we walk, essentially. Yeah, Uh, yeah, let's not get too carried away with, like, making the dog comfortable. There's a rug here. She'll lay on it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, But anyway, we're gabbing on too much we've already talked about our challenges for next week uh if you that's right you listeners have a great idea that you'll never do call it call us 304-804-IDEA leave us a voicemail you can text
0: it you can you're not comfortable uh, with your voice you can text it too
1: you know what i have i have to test that out to see if that actually works oh okay whoops (laughs) um yeah uh 304-804-IDEA or you can write us Write us at uh, greatideapod at gmail.com. Uh, our social media stuff is pod at, g- at sorry at greatideapod. Uh, you know, sometimes we post some stuff on there. We don't want to bombard you with stuff, though. We're not going to shove yeah. our political opinions down your throats, although you probably yeah. agree with us anyway if you're listening to this podcast.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> if you made it this far, chances are we're in the same tribe.
1: Yes 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 we will say no more uh, anyway Louise always a pleasure
0: thanks for hanging out with me thanks for hanging out
1: with me goodbye everybody
0: bye I have a great idea but I'll doing. See it happening.